you got to pay a price for being an outlier. <laughs> what I mean by that is you can't say, I want to be really different and do things in a totally different way, but I want the people around me to totally understand me. Do you know, over the years, I have been very privileged to have been surrounded by some of the most incredibly inspiring people who are 10xing their life. And to be honest, the results are phenomenal. And to let you into a little secret, the 10x philosophy and being a member of Strategic Coach has changed my world in ways I could not have imagined. Now, you might be asking, what is 10x and how could it change my life? Well, I'm truly honoured to have with me Dan Sullivan, who is the world's most foremost expert on entrepreneurship, author of over 30 books and co-author with Dr. Benjamin Hardy of the groundbreaking book, 10X is Easier Than 2X. He is also the president of Strategic Coach. And together, we're going to be doing a deep dive into why 10X is easier than 2X. You really do not want to miss what he says about why 10X is the key to not only success, but happiness too. And welcome, Dan Sullivan. Hi, Paul. It's great to hear you. Your your reputation went before you. <laughs> so, uh, Andrea, who's the uh, our manager of the company in in uh, in the UK, said, "Oh, you've got to get on his podcast. You've got to get on his podcast. He's big." Okay. Uh, and I said, well, I, "I go for big." <laughs> yeah, excellent. Well, that is ten xing yourself, isn't it? Yeah. I can't imagine you going for two x. Okay, so we're going to have a little chat about your latest book. Let me just bring it here. Um, 10X is easier than 2X. And I'm a bit outraged, Dan. I'm a little bit shocked because 10X, it's a bit much, isn't it? Are we are we asking people to do too much? Is this something that's unachievable? Yeah, it's an, it's an, interesting, um, it's an interesting question. And... Uh, I think both both of us are kind of uh, um, my training wasn't as a psychologist, but I've always had a deep interest mm. in how people think about their experience. And, you know, it starts with me because I'm very interested in that uh, aspect myself. And I've often wondered when I have a particular attitude towards uh, something, uh, why, why do I have that particular attitude? And, uh, uh, you know, and so it's just um, uh, you just take particular thoughts like, you know, I can't see myself growing any further than I've grown. You know, it, it took me an incredible amount of work. I had to go through a lot of fear to get where I am. And I'm kind of, you know, sort of comfortable. So our client base are all people who are very successful. You know, we uh we don't work with people who are just starting out uh, generally speaking um you know the strategic coach client base uh, mainly in three countries uh, uh here in the UK then also US and Canada and uh you know these are these are very very successful people in the eyes of other people uh, eyes of other, but not not necessarily in their own eyes they don't see that and uh, so it is outrageous and uh, i like outrage because it gets people's attention and, and <laughs> uh, you know so uh but what happened i started coaching in 1974 i had been a writer with a big uh, ad 
global ad agency. This was the Toronto branch, BBDO, still uh, still big. And it um, uh, and I, I had good writing skills. You know, I could have made a living out of advertising, but uh, it, it wasn't what really turned me on. So that's that's really where it started. And so I just took a jump out and uh, and then went through the experience, you know, of, of actually over quite a long period of time of going 10 times. And what I noticed, Paul, as I got to the 10 times, what I was doing was a lot easier than what I was doing at the beginning of it. So, right. the, so there's two parts to this, is that you have the goal of 10 times, okay, and uh, the reason why it seems difficult is about 80% of what you're doing right now can't take you to 10 times, okay? Mm. That uh, you're, 80% of what you're doing is what everybody else does, and you're in competition with everybody else doing the same thing, okay? And yeah. uh, But as you begin to say, well, what's the 20% of what I do that would take me to 10 times all of a sudden your eyes change your eyes start seeing different things your ears start start hearing different things and you begin to realize hey i've got opportunities around me i've got customers actually not all my customers not all my clientele are in the category but if i really started paying attention to what this 20 percent of my clients really want and then free myself up from the other activity, then there's a bit of a formula that gets me there. And everybody's got their own timing on this. And so people say, well, you know, how long would it take me to do that? And I said, well, let's ask another question. At one time you were one-tenth of where you are right now. And how long did that take? So our last jump for our company, Strategic Coach, was 2008. We were at four million U.S. dollars, Canadian dollars, actually, because we translate everything into where our headquarters. Our headquarters is in Toronto, and we were at four million, and we were very successful. And it had taken us roughly, um, it had taken us about 13 years to go from 400,000 to four million. So 13, and now it's taken us, um, um, we hit, um, you know, now we're at 40 million. Um, and uh, life is a lot easier for me at 40 million <laughs> than it was at 4 million. And the same was true uh, comparing it backwards. So one of the first, uh, we have thinking tools in coach. So these are, you know, to uh, sort of coordinate with what you do as a coach. Uh, we we just tell people these are the attitudes and the mindsets and the habits of entrepreneurs who seem to have a skill of growing 10 times. Okay, but it's your, your call how long you want to do that. And the other thing is it isn't just about money. Um, you know, it's, uh, uh, you know, it, it could be that you're, um, you know, you haven't been doing justice to your personal life and there might be uh, now that you're in a position to buy back some time, the time you buy back may not go into work. It actually may go into your family life, your personal life, your hobbies, your enjoyments, uh, what you do there. So it's it's a single concept, but it has um, 
uh, it's custom design for each person in the program. Yeah. Nobody has to do anything, but the central issue is, do you want to grow? And that does that grow represent greater freedom for you? Mm. I love that answer. And it's, it's, brought up so much for me because obviously I'm part of the program and I love those tools you know it's the impact filter alone um you know I I use it for everything just to get an idea of what is it that I'm gonna want from it what could hold me back you know uh, and just to clarify my thinking process around that so the tools are great but what is it so going 10x let's go back to 10x 10x is frightening I think for a lot of people obviously Mm -hmm. it those big jumps um, and recognizing what is part of your 80, what is part of your 20. Um, what do you hear the most in, in regards to resistance to change? You know, because I, I, I go back to just as a personal reference. When I looked at my 80, I was I could tell there was a hesitancy, a slight anxiety about letting go of certain things like, you know, the way that I corresponded with clients, et cetera. And someone was saying to me, my who? Uh, was saying, I'm going to take that away from you. You're not meant to be doing this, <laughs> um, which it was. And, that, and then it made a big difference to me. But what do you hear is the biggest resistance to change when it comes to 10X and the A2 that people hold on to? You know, it's interesting because I've been working with my team exactly on this particular topic. So, um, um, so we have right now, we're at about 2,500 um, um, clients and they're they're global, but the majority come from the three countries, and uh, and there's a kind of an odd thing that happens. They'll come into the program, and uh, you know they they we get them very very clear about their reasons and purposes for coming into the program. And as I said before, it's it's custom designed for every person. Every person has. A unique future because that's why they became an entrepreneur in the first place you know go off on their own start their own business and uh what what i notice about it is some people will just thrive in the first year of the program it's a one it's a series of one-year programs so we ask we don't ask you to sign up for five years or anything we ask you to sign up for one year uh, with a mind that you, you might do that three times. Okay, that's just a more palatable, bite-sized chunk of the future. And uh, and they'll get to the end of the first year and they're thriving, and then they don't renew. They don't renew, they don't come back for the next uh, program. And so initially our team members, we have, um, um, you know, if you count the three countries, we have about 130 team members in the company. We have 16 coaches other than myself. And what I find interesting is we <laughs> we trace the alligators back to the swamp on this one, you know, of what the problem is. And it was, wasn't anything happening in their business. It was all happening in their personal life that their sudden growth burst was making everyone around them in their personal life uncomfortable um what in, in regards to not spending enough time with them or what was it that do you think wasn't resonating with the people around them well they were growing and the people around them weren't oh yeah yeah that that rings i know that rings true and there is a huge talk about, tra- talk is, about yeah. anxiety That's yeah a, yeah 
No, yeah, that, and that. it's legitimate because yeah. you're emotionally engaged with these people. Mm. You're emotionally committed. So, I mean, some of them are long-time, uh, long-time relationships, you know. And, uh, you know, I went through a divorce in uh, the 1970s, and it was almost um, the tension just became unbearable that um, – my, I call it my practice marriage, uh, <laughs> got to practice, you know, <laughs> to get it right. And, um, but uh, she hated what I was doing. She hated, um, she hated, uh, you know, I mean, they use the term woke today. And, you know, it's a, and she was, she was a pioneer in this in the 1970s, you know, and uh, and at a certain point, I just looked down the road. Uh, you know, I asked myself the question: If we're three years from now, does this get any better? And I could see it would not get better. You know, and so you know, and <clears throat> I, you know, not to brag here, but I'm I'm the one who uh, took the uh, the initiative on this. You know, and uh, and as far as I can tell, because I, you know we parted ways and I haven't really seen her, but she's still more or less doing what she was doing, you know, almost 50 years ago. And, uh, and then, you know, but we all, we've all done this in life. I mean, it's not a strange thing. We moved away from home. You know, we, you know, we, um, I have a family, I have uh, six siblings and they've all done well. I mean, I, I don't have any judgment about it, but in very conventional ways. I mean, and none of them were entrepreneurs. They, you know, they were well-educated and they went off. And uh, we didn't have any of that in our background. This was all new for our generation. And they've all done well. And there's not much acrimony between us. But they can't comprehend how I did this and why I did this. And, uh, and uh, you know, uh, uh, you're an outlier when you're, when you take this on and you have to realize that you 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 got to pay a price for being an outlier <laughs> and what i mean by that is you can't say i want to be really different and do things in a totally different way but i want the people around me to totally understand me <laughs> yeah no I, I think that's a really good point and they, they do say that you are your life will be the sum of the people that you hang around with. You know, it's yeah. a, it, it really does. The five, I think difference. the term is five, you know, it's a, yeah. there's five close relationships and, um, and we're social creatures. I mean, humans are, I mean, uh, we're, we have different ways of going about this, but we're all very, very social creatures. And uh, we, so what you have to do is have replacements, you know, growth, mm -hmm. So what I've done is I've just surrounded myself with an entire community where growth is the common motivation. Yeah, no, I've, you know, that's the one thing that I've got from Strategic and also um, Dr. Benjamin Hardy, I was part of his AMP group. Yeah. Um, and that's where um, I've, I've attended some of your talks um, when, when you were um, uh, presenting with Ben. And one of the things that I'm very lucky is that I have people around me who are striving for growth embellishing it loving it um making it their life well, and they and applaud they applaud yeah. your growth 
Yeah, it's we're feeding off of each other. We we give each other ideas, and it's that's one what I like about the strategic community is that um, it is important to surround yourself with people who have a similar value to your life. Yeah, uh, yeah, um, common, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, it's common ground. You know, I mean, you understand things. Uh, I I tell people, coach is the one community where you can be, uh, you can brag and you get applauded for it. You know. <laughs> It's not bragging. Yeah. It's simply, yeah. uh, in your own way, you're setting a unique example that other people in the community can learn from. You know, they won't do it your way, but they'll be inspired by the fact that you're doing it. Yeah, and 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 also the level of resources available to you is ridiculous, to be honest. Not only from you know um, the strategic coach uh, portal, etc., but also even within the community, everyone because everyone's striving for 10x. Yep. So, and if someone can help you do the same thing, I just, I just ask the community a question and it comes back straight away. It's pretty phenomenal. Uh, I'll give a story. I, uh, this happened about six or seven years ago. So I have layers of the program. Uh, when I was uh, younger, I was in the scouts, the scout movement. And, uh, I still have my handbook from 1954. I was, uh, I was 10 years old at that time. And I never went far, very far in the scouts. You know, I didn't go through the various classes and get the merit badges. And, you know, it actually started. It actually, you know, the scout movement actually started here in London. Baden-Powell, Baden Lord Baden-Powell started the scout worldwide scouting movement, but he started it here. And they have, they have six layers. You know, there's Tenderfoot, Second Class, First Class, Star, Life, and Eagle. And... Uh, I think uh, there's an enormous amount of wisdom in that structure that we go through levels of growth and you, you take a jump and then you sort of consolidate yourself at one level and then, then you say, okay, let's take another jump and another jump. And it's, it wasn't so much the experience of being in the scouts and all the activities, the camping and the hiking and exploring, it was the structure of learning that they established. And so I've um, used that as a model in strategic coach. So we have three main levels and uh, and there's tools that you have to learn. These are thinking tools and it corresponds totally with what you're doing in your coaching, which is um, people. It's not so much what's outside of you that has to be mastered. It's what's inside you that has to be mastered. And that is your mindsets. Just a quick break to say I am so excited to announce a brand new podcast channel to help you transform your life in ways you might not yet be able to imagine. 2023, we are kicking your ass. Now, this is a channel of experimental content I know you are going to love. Now, Mindset Change Another Level has exclusive deeper subconscious training meditations to help you upgrade your long overdue programs that are holding you back in life. You also get searchable meditations without ads, intros and outros so you can find your favorites super easily. You get access to masterminds to help take your mindset change to another level and you get to engage with me in a whole new way. And as a thank you for supporting the new channel, you get discounts from my group workshops too. 
All you have to do is click the link in the show notes and come and join. Oh, and feel free to come and join my WhatsApp community too. I can't wait to welcome you. Going into the mindset of 10x, um, actually a question that came to mind just now is, have you reached your 10x? Is that it now? When someone when someone gets to the end that you know and they follow the 10x, is that it? Do you feel yeah, like you've well, reached the level? Uh, yeah, I mean, um, it's the level that you're at right now, hmm. okay? And uh, we, uh, just to give you an example, uh, and I want to go back to the example I was starting in on, but we, um, you know, the first year of the company, which was 1989, where it's the workshop program, I had done 15 years of one-on-one coaching before that, but I considered the that was sort of my R&D stage of being a coach, and then I said, you know, uh, um, it's all going to be the same if we don't change the model. So we change to a workshop model. So we have, you know, rooms uh, full of clients. And we, by in my first, first 15 years, I had created a structure of thinking that um, I felt that you could do it with more than one person. You could do it with 10 people. You could do it 20 people. You know, and I have I have groups where it's 60, 60 people. And they're, they're structures where everybody uses the same thinking tools, but only on their material. So it's a combination. It's sort of like a platform that you plug in. And a lot of what aided us in this is that this is the way that technology develops. So uh, we were we were fortunate that we started uh, sort of taking advantage of personal computers and software and the internet and everything else. And the the outside was now giving them these growth jumps. And all we had to do is make sure that your thinking insight could correspond to the uh, technological opportunities that were being made, new capabilities. Okay, and so. Uh, if I had started this, you know, if I, this had started, I had tried to start this, say, in the 1960s or 70s, there wouldn't have been the reinforcement from the outside that this is possible. Plus, we have so many examples of entrepreneurs who just struck gold with a new technological. We're going through one right now with the new the AI, uh, you know, the GPT uh, things. and. This is like a land rush, you know, this is a tsunami. <laughs> it's like a tsunami. But this has happened four or five times in the last uh, 40 years. And so there's a certain resonance between the entrepreneurial spirit and mindset on the inside and the uh, general direction of microtechnology and everything like that. But I had a uh, the example I wanted to give you as a plastic surgeon and uh, just very, very successful, right? Uh, you know, and almost a, a celebrity, you know, in other words, a celebrity plastic surgeon, the kind of people mm-hmm. who came to them are very famous. And uh, he was very inventive, um, very inventive and very um, innovative. Good doctor, you know, good uh, good at what he did, but also he just had this mind and he created a um, visual reality program where all the different, um, uh, you know, organs of the face and the ear and everything else 
you could go into a room and you're like, for example, the inner ear, which is about a, as big as a sugar cube. Okay. But you'd go in, there was a room and then it's got about 17 different parts to it. And it's absolutely crucial to how we operate. And the big thing is that when they're doing plastic surgery, they're cutting into the face and you could hit a nerve and you could just paralyze somebody. Mm. Okay. And this has to be learned in medical school. It has to be learned in the specialized medicine schools that they go through. And he said, you know, we're still learning out of textbooks with two-dimensional drawings of these things. And, you know, people don't get a feel for what they're actually operating. So he actually created a program. It was his inner ear. And you could go in and you could walk walk into it and you would uh, with a laser you had a laser and you would point the laser and it would uh, say well this is the part of the brain and there, and there was an audio program that came out and told you what this is and you could spend hours in there and just wow. find the inner ear well this the medical industry uh, the medical schools and the technology companies they said how much money do you want to develop this, you know? And so they were knocking on his doors. He was getting, you know, right off the bat with just the example that he had created, he was getting offers in the tens of millions, you know, of dollars or pounds. And, uh, and so he came and gave a presentation in our, in our class, in the, in the workshop and people were just astounded with him. Uh, you know, <laughs> I remember one client said, you know, I'm going to sue my, uh, I'm, I'm going to sue my parents for genetic malpractice. How, how do you end up like that? <laughs> and he yes. said, I, I feel so miniature because of what this guy's doing. So anyway, and uh, just to explain uh, to our watchers and listeners that we're, um, you know, uh, we, we operate on a 90 day cycle. So every, you check in every 90 days and we have a lot of um, workshop. We have a lot of check-ins. This wonderful Zoom technology has really allowed us to have a lot more contact. So he came back after 90 days and I said, so how's that gone? You were talking about, you know, that there were three or four offers on the table, you know, you could take up on them. And he said, yeah, well, there's some complications. There's a, you know, there's some real complications. You know, I didn't realize I can't go fast. And then he went another 90 days and, you know, and, <clears throat> you know, and now I get real interested. <laughs> and I said, uh, what's stopping you? And he says, you know, I just kind of hit a wall. And I says, I said to him, uh, well, I'm going to take a guess here, what you're, what you're hitting, okay? And he says, yeah, go ahead. And he said, you're willing to split 50% of everything you've made up till now with her, but she doesn't get any of the 50% of what's ahead. And he said, yeah. And I said, well, how long have you known this? And he said, 17 years. Why? 17 years. So, so I said, so when are you going to pull the plug? And he said, uh, okay, I said, I'll make it easy for you. Three years from now, nothing's changed. Is that acceptable? No. And I got him down to two years? No. One year? No. I got him down to six months? No. 90 days? He says, it's got to happen in the next 90 days. I said, good, you're clear now. 
happened the next Friday. That. Happened the <laughs> next Friday. But you could see it wasn't a business problem. Yeah. It's outside. It's never it's never inside the business that the entrepreneurs problems are. Those are problems to be solved. Mm. Entrepreneurs are problem solvers. But it's this thing on the outside. It's something that drives an emotional response, isn't it? I loved how you used the power of the word no there, by the way. Because I think when uh, when people get that no response, it really does create a, a, a sort of shift in the, in the mind, doesn't it? Um, well, we uh, we play with time. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, it's part of our makeup as humans is that we create these time frames, you know. But um, no progress in three years is not acceptable. Mm. It's not acceptable to anyone, but I think entrepreneurs feel it keenly. Yeah, I think that's um, very, very true. And when you, I mean, one thing about 10X is, uh, talking about time, is that a common mistake that seems to come up is that 10X is is linear. Can you talk a little bit about why that's not really the case? Do you think... Well, we're 360 degree creatures, you know. Mm-hmm. We've got a vast life in which business pays the bills. You know, I mean, uh, we're buying a complete lifetime here. That's, uh, you know, one of my, I tell entrepreneurs, I said, I don't know if you realize this or not, but being an entrepreneur is a life sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I don't know if you have any thoughts that uh, you could do something else. I said, and mine are, you know, my my entrepreneurs have a lot of experience. They've got, some cases, decades of experience, you know. And I says, there's two things about that. You can't do anything else, okay? The reason why you've chosen this path is because it's your path. And uh, I said, but the other thing, that they wouldn't have you back. I mean, nobody, I mean, would would anybody, would anybody hire Paul? I mean, would they hire you? I mean, you you know, employments. Uh, I mean, I'd be a terrible employee. You know, I'm a good, I'm a, I'm a good leader, but I'm not a good employee. You know, and so the whole point is that you put your heart at ease that there isn't an alternative. And actually, uh, I'm, I'm kind of um, a bit of a contrarian here because uh, there's been a discussion. I would say it goes back a quarter century that. Um, don't use the word decide use the word choose you know i choose this uh, you know uh, 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 and i said no no uh, it's decide and it's a latin i mean it comes from a latin word and the root there is side you know cide in latin and uh, the um and cide is like homicide it's you know it's like suicide means to kill means to kill and decide is that you're killing off the alternatives when you make when you go for one thing Uh, you're you're killing off all the alternatives and it's a hard thing for people to kill things off but you have to kill things off and and i say you've killed many things off in your life you don't give it much thought but you've killed many things off in your life and i said and the future isn't going to be any different yeah, I love that. I think it's um, as Dr. Benjamin Hardy says, raising the floor. That's what. 
how we described it. I mean, we raised the floor, which can be just removing social media, for example, if you're a little bit hooked on exploring oh, yeah. other people's lives. Um, what would you say were some of the, you know, things that people need to to kill off as part of their raising the floor? What what are common things that keep cropping up? Yeah, well, I think uh, um, um, the first thing you have to take a look at, and we go at it right at the beginning of the program, we go after the concept of unique ability. Mm-hmm. And you have everybody, I believe it's factory installed, you know, that everybody has uh, a unique ability. For, for example, um, <clears throat> and I think you'll relate to this, Paul, I'm a front stage guy, I'm not a backstage guy. So if you think of yeah. theater as the, you know, the analogy here. Um, um, so we have a company and, um, you know, we have, as I mentioned before, we have <clears throat> 130 team members and that's grown, you know, it's grown over the uh, 34 year. We're in our 34th year of the program and it's grown, you know, we, you know, you had five and wow, I didn't think we'd get this big. And then you're at 50 and then, and uh, and um, um, one of one of the things that you um, that you as the entrepreneur at each stage of growth have to decide to get rid of some activities that you can't do anymore, okay? Because you're beginning to see that the the ten times clientele, the ten times opportunities, the ten times capabilities have to grow in unison with each other. They, they don't, I mean, they're shifting back and mm-hmm. forth, but over the lawn, if you go over a five-year period, you you will not just grow 10 times in one area, you you have to grow 10 times, you gotta bring the whole, <laughs> you gotta bring the whole ship with you, you have to bring everything with you. And so the number one thing we go after is that your time has to be freed up. You. you and we get people to do a, a 90 day inventory over a quarter and just list every activity that they do one thing or another. And, you know, it could be in the dozens, dozens of different activity. And so we grade it by activities that you're incompetent at. And, you know, and when I start a business, you do everything, you know, you remember back yeah, yeah. To the first year, you do everything, you know, yeah. And, um, yeah, because everything needs to be done. And, uh, uh, and so, but you're actually incompetent. It costs you energy to do these activities. You know, you get, to, they, they stress you out, they tire you out, and then you're not very good at them. So you don't even have the satisfaction of a job well done. And that's all backstage for me. And when I mean backstage, it's what happens off stage. Okay, so I'm for what's on stage. Then the second level is competent. You're actually good at it, but not really any better than anyone else who does it. Then the third stage, you're excellent. Okay, you're excellent. You're above average and you have it, but there's no juice to it. There's no electricity uh, to it. Mm. And then the fourth stage is um, unique ability. And you're in your own realm here. You just can do this better than anyone else. And uh, it's easy and um, very enjoyable. And you can do it all day. And at the end of the day, you have more energy because of the work than when you started the day. Okay, so that's, that's, that's the big thing. So 
And I will tell you this. So I've been, you know, I'm one of the two head honchos in the coach program. My wife, Babs, uh, this is the reward I got from having let go of the first marriage. Yeah. <laughs> I, got a, I got a second marriage. And we have a theater. You kind of think of my company as a theater, and I get all the entrepreneurs to think this fashion. It's a theater, and there's everything that it takes to get people into the theater. There's all the work of the theater. And then there's what's on stage. And is your role in the company what's on stage, or is it around? Because there are some entrepreneurs, they aren't on stage. They aren't on stage. They actually create great companies. But in our case, uh, mine is strictly uh, what, uh, what the clients and clients are actually experiencing. You know, it's the workshops, it's the thinking tools, it's the books, it's the podcast, it's the videos, all the different aspects. And I'm really good at that. I'm really good at that. I've got a natural feel for it. And I can trace it back to childhood. You know, I can trace it back. I was always the out front, out front person. Babs is really great at the backstage. And she's, um, she puts teams together. Her natural ability is to put teams of people together and direct them towards the mission of the company and, you know, the goals of the company. So that in the first year, that's uh, in our goal in the first three years of the, you know, coach is really to create a self-managing company that uh, you don't have to manage the company. You have such good people around you, but you're not, you're, you're not making things difficult. You're not the bottleneck. Yeah, that's what I wanted to ask. I did have to ask a question, actually. I, I love what you were just saying, by the way, and just to reiterate it back to the book, it, you can't go 10x if you're not diving into your unique ability. That that that's that's it in a nutshell, isn't it? If you think if you're not if you're not growing your unique ability, if you're not you know, <clears throat> reveling yeah. in it and, and loving it and, and getting to do it, then well, you went through the exercise where you wrote. Yeah, I did. You wrote the letters to ten I did. people. Yeah, I did. And uh, they they had a pretty good handle on you, didn't they? They did. And do you know? I, I remember doing it with another uh, colleague. Um, and they were shocked at how little they were doing their unique ability. And, you know, we had this discussion and what was happening was that they were too busy managing their company. And I literally just said to them, what do you need? And they were like, I need a manager. And that was, it was, it was, they, because they were managing their company and they didn't like even managing. So what, why were they doing it? And it was to go 10X, it was to let that go. And it's always a reminder for myself that I've over the, over the past year, I've let go of so much. I have my own version of Babs. <laughs> um, and they're they're organizing everything for me. They take everything away from me. And they love doing it. I mean, they're in their unique ability. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's that's the key thing about it. Otherwise, I can't go 10x if I'm managing my managing stuff that I shouldn't even be doing. I, I'm not interested in it, to be fair. And I'll procrastinate. <laughs> I'll procrastinate on doing it anyway. <laughs> you know, why has uh, this been done? I don't want to do it. I think uh procrastinate. Uh, as we mentioned in the the who not how book and this is dean jackson by the way i wanna i always give this uh he's a wonderful marketing um guru in the united states and 
so we were at lunch one day and uh, I said, you know, I've, uh, Dean, I've been thinking about this procrastination thing, you know, people, you know, and we beat ourselves up. I mean, procrastination is never seen as a good thing. And I said, I've come to look at procrastination as a positive thing in the sense that it's your built-in wisdom about what you really ought to be doing is telling you, don't go there, don't go there. You know, you come up with a goal to do something and then you say, okay, now I got to start. And you say, no, no, don't go there, don't go there. So you don't ask yourself, how am I going to get there? You say, who now is going to take me there? Who who are the people I need to take me there? And it's uh, it's like a switch in your brain. You switch from how to who. And all of a sudden, the future opens up. And you look mm -hmm. back at your past and why it was so difficult is because you were trying to do all the how but you weren't uh, uh, attracting any who's who would love to be of assistance to you, who would love to support your goals. Because the truth is, and this probably comes back to the percentage of people who are entrepreneurs, the vast majority of people with great skills can't give a purpose to their skills. They need somebody to actually give them a project, to give them a goal to do that. And entrepreneurs are that person who can give other people a purpose for their great abilities. No, I love that. I love that. Um, I think 10x, 10x still is something, do you know, if it was something that was that easy, yep, and it was something that uh, a lot of people are really kind of doing, I have to ask you, why are we talking about this more? Why isn't it taught at school or at university if it was that prevalent in society? What do you think is happening? Well, <clears throat> check your own <laughs> experience. I mean, yeah. did you run into a lot of 10x teachers? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, okay, good point. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, yeah, I, know, I never, yeah. <laughs> I never, I mean, we pick, you know, in life, we pick all mm. sorts of teachers. I mean, I've got, yeah, yeah. I got historical characters who are uh, my teachers, you know, I mean, and then there's, uh, and, uh, you know, I have a lot of people who don't in any way relate to my business or anything, but I take inspiration in the way they go about their lives. And uh, so anyway, um uh, well, it isn't, uh, it's very, very hard to see how it's possible. But if you're operating from, as you just mentioned, if you operate from the standpoint that I have to do everything, I have to manage, it isn't possible. It's totally impossible. It's totally, totally impossible. But once you see that I only do, see, I only do three things, um, you know, I mean, you know, fairly good size, um, uh, you know, we're not even considered a small business anymore. We're medium in the, the medium size. And um, so I do three things. I come up with new thinking tools. That's the number one thing because I have 16 other coaches and they do the tools that I create. And I'm a, I'm a artist and a writer. So I've got writing skills and I'm a good layout artist. And so I do all the, you know, these are diagrams that have a, um, they have a process. Every one of them is a process. And uh, we've, um, 
uh, uh, we've taken the um, um, we've taken the the you know the tools and we got them copyrighted and we have them trademarked and now we've started the process of getting patents so we've just submitted 22 patent I think it's called patent in Great Britain but it's patents and uh, one of our clients is actually a patent attorney in the U.S. and he uh, actually is just starting a new office here in London in Mayfair and uh, and uh, he's actually coming he's coming over tomorrow um, just a coincidence but he was coming over so he's going to attend the afternoon session at tomorrow's uh, tomorrow's workshops but um, so I'm in the business of creating new ways of thinking for entrepreneurs I'm like uh, <laughs> I'm like a there's locom entrepreneurs are locomotives you know they're their trains and I'm laying out track in front of them as fast as I can you know and uh, <laughs> and people say where do you get the track and I said don't back up <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah so my my whole thing is creating highways and pathways for entrepreneurs to continually grow for as long as they want to grow so I have you know I've got I was just um, and I did a workshop in Toronto last week, and I had somebody there. He's been with me since July of 1987. I've wow. seen him every quarter for 36 years, and he's just grown and grown and grown and grown. Yeah, G R O W N, not <laughs> the other grown. And uh, and so that's the real thing. But he got into his unique ability really early, you know, and. Um, and uh and i get such a pleasure out of this paul I, and i i know you wouldn't be a coach if you didn't get a pleasure out of seeing other people grow uh, i mean that's the main reward for me that's yeah that's uh i had uh, uh last week uh the, in the same uh workshop there was a client he's from india and he grew up in a small farming village in india did not speak english and um and his parents just had this future for him and so they financed him to the small degree that they could and he um, got a you know a visa to go to new york and he got into new york didn't speak any english and uh had got a job with a cab company made up of uh, expatriates who are from india and uh gradually um uh, you know, got to the top. So anyway, uh, that was 30 years ago. And the first night he flew into New York, he said, take me to the water. I want to see the Statue of Liberty. So he went and he saw the Statue of Liberty there. And then he did say, okay, okay, I know I'm here. Last August, he he's a he's got a company now with 500 other companies where he supplies the platforms and he plays everything for them is technology technology you know uh, software systems for businesses and these are good-sized businesses and he had the annual conference and he rented the island that the statue of liberty is on in new york wow. and he said he said this is really good 30 years first <laughs> i just see it and now i rent it and i said yep U.S. you can rent anything <laughs> but I sat there after because we did a video test uh, uh, testimonial with him and I said I have to tell you my entire career as a co coach it was worth it just to get someone to say this 
It, that, that is though, isn't it? That, that's, is that what drives you? Because oh, yeah. You know, yeah, I was here with clients yesterday and it was so lovely just to hear where they are, you know, just what they're doing now, what, what's changed for them in such a, and sometimes in such a short period of time. Is that the main driver for you? Or, yeah. or is there, no, or yeah. there a bigger picture to this? No, hand, there, hands, yeah. hand, hands down, uh, that, yeah. that would be. But I'll tell you, it goes back to an incident I had and I was on the farm. We had a produce farm in Northern Ohio and uh, uh, I'm the number five out of seven children. I'm number five. And, and fifth children have it easy. They're, they're kind of like, um, they're kind of like only, ch only child with no responsibility. <laughs> You're kind of like the oldest, but you aren't the oldest, but uh, you get the freedom because the other four who were older, and there's a big gap between me and the next one, uh, they just kept my parents <laughs> really busy. So as number five, I could slip by and do anything that I want. I mean, I had my tasks, I had my chores, just like anyone else did. But uh, so I was out wandering in the field, and it was actually during the winter. And, uh, you know, all the crops are, you know, beaten down with snow, cornfields. And uh, I, and it was, I remember it was um, 1950. 52, something like that. It was a beautiful, clear day. It's February and uh, cold. And uh, the moon was just, the sun was going down. The moon was just coming up. And there was this um, airliner coming from either New York, probably New York, or it was coming from Cleveland, flying west, probably to Chicago. Uh, DC-6, a big um, four-motor uh, And I was just watching it. And all of a sudden, I just got this, boom, it was kind of bold. And a question came into my mind, Paul, and the question was, I wonder how far I can go. And so uh, the, and I, I have to tell you that question is as real to me at 79 as it was at eight. So the last 71 years are just answering the question and there isn't any, you live the question, you don't uh, answer the question and everything you do uh, to do that is really, and I, I feel I feel totally connected to that eight-year-old, and you know, there's a, there's, uh, I can see a very very clear constant uh, answering the question that when I get to one spot, I says, now how far can I go? Now how far can I go? You know, so that, but the, what it drew me into that it wasn't how far can I go, but really how far can I help other people go. I love that. I love that. Yeah, it's, it's, I know what that feeling is like. And there's no destination with it, isn't it? It's, it's, it's a lifestyle. It doesn't end. There's no end point to this. Yeah. Well, I'll give you a tip uh, on this, uh, you know, because we have lots and lots of coaches in the coach program. And uh, I, there's a couple of numbers I follow from the economic world. And one of them, the fastest growing industries, and the fastest growing industry is IT, information technology. You know, I mean, it's true. It's, you know, it's uh, Moore's law. That, that <laughs> Moore's law is way, way beyond 10 times. You know, the speed with which microtechnology develops is way, way beyond 10 times. The second fastest growing industry in the world is coaching. Wow. And the reason is technology does not coach itself. True. 
That's a good so point. what kind of coaching? I said every kind of anywhere. I said if uh, I mean technology is becoming a part of almost every mm -hmm. industry. It's created whole new industries, and uh, but it doesn't coach itself. It doesn't coach itself, and uh, and there's three tracks really. It's technology, and the third track is teamwork, and then in the middle is coaching. So coaches are the people who integrate teamwork with technology and backwards and I mean if you check out your roster you know of all your clientele you'll see that that's the role that you play no, I'll, have to, I'll, I'll have to have a look because it is a I mean it's a, it's a fascinating role I mean the fact that again it's because with one thing about coaching is that we all need it I have I have coaches uh do you have coach do you, oh, is, yeah. Do you, yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah oh yeah 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 I've got uh I've got lots of coaches one thing, if you're going to be a good coach, you got to be coachable. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, also... there's a point where uh, you put yourself in a position where you can take advantage of other people's knowledge and their way of approaching the world. Yeah. And, and that's that's what's really important. We won't. I don't think we would. We can ten x without that sort of challenge, without that sort of guidance, without that sort of wisdom. And also just being questioned and be able to look to just be able to go within and process things that we would never have been asked otherwise mm -hmm. without being coached. It, it's yeah. so invaluable. That's why, you know, coaches should have coaches. If they don't, then I think there's something going on there. Well, the thing is, I'm good at two or three mm -hmm. things. I'm yeah. not good. I'm um, I'm not good at a lot of things, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, and, uh, if, uh, you know, I've got uh, physio, physio, you know, the. Uh, uh, people who teach me exercise. I've got uh, I've got a lot of medical medical coaches, you know, and I've got lots of uh, um, you know. When we're bringing in coaches, we've actually started the process of having all of our company, all every one of us in the company, uh, 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 learn how to apply this new AI technology to what mm. we're doing, you know. I have two rules regarding technology. One is that I always keep a smart human between me and the technology. <laughs> and I always keep the technology between me and stupid people. <laughs> Those that. are my two rules. So people say, that. yeah, people say, so are you really into the AI? I said, no, but I've got some really smart people who, um, you know, are between me. And um, uh, actually, one of them is going to be at the uh, workshop tomorrow, and he's our main AI coach. He's, I, and I take great pleasure in him because I'm 50 years older than he is. He's my first wow. client who's 50 years younger than, wow. than yeah. And wow. uh, I mean, I mean, AI, AI coaching, I mean, there's a, there's a career to get into, oh, isn't it? Oh, oh, oh. Well, I, I tell you a month after, you know, the, the big news came out on November 30th, that was the open AI company chat GPT. And I just kept track of uh, Google, you know, I kept going on Google. And uh, I, I would say that within the first 30 days, there are already 50 AI coaches wow. with, with YouTube programs and everything like that. You know, it's like, boom. <laughs> you know, it's like one, one day there's no mushrooms and the next day that's all mushrooms. <laughs> that's how quickly it changes. Uh, going back to 10X, all right. One of the questions that I was pondering is, um, even on the front of the book, it says, uh, new world-class entrepreneurs achieve more by doing less. But I don't think 
this, this book is just for entrepreneurs. Do you, I mean, what are your thoughts about this being for everyone? Yeah, I think it is for everyone because we take, um, we take a very, very, um, uh, as I mentioned, 360 degree approach on this, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, people do things for their reasons, not my reasons, you know, and, uh, and, uh, you know, for example, our team members, I take a great deal of personal interest in their growth, and they have, um, uh, you know, uh, they have a 360 degree life. I mean, working with us at coach is just one part of their life and they've worked at other places and but uh, we we have a, a we have 70 of our 130 have been with us more than 10 years and we have now 20 more than 20 years and we're just getting our first two 30 year you know who have been with us and the reason is that as we coach outside we also uh, arrange our organization on the inside. So they go through exactly the same thinking process as all the clients do. And the big thing is unique ability. We get them into their unique ability. So everybody who joins us, joins us because there's a job to be done. And the agreement is that, you know, you gotta do the work that we hired you for, but all along we're going to test and we're gonna show you how there's something really special Mm -hmm. that you do and the the truth is that you will in a matter of a year or two years you're going to create a job which is uniquely designed by you and the one thing you have to do is that as you go along you have to stop doing the things that you're not good at and so that you can keep growing uh, that you can keep growing and uh it's um you know and uh uh, in comparison with what happens to them in a lot of other organizations, mm-hmm. a lot of other jobs, this is a this is a pretty sweet deal. Definitely. But I said, but you have to take your unique ability as seriously mm-hmm. as we take your unique ability, because if you don't, you're not going to. I tell people that in the first six months, look, if you <clears throat> if you're not serious about what you do really extremely well and comes to you easily, then we're going to part. We're going to part company. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's it's such a good point because what's the alternative? If someone isn't, you know, taking seriously their uh, unique unique ability, what will it lead to? What's the, you know, what are the consequences? The cost? We won't take them seriously. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. We won't take no, and I, I mean, there's just a parting, you know. I mean, uh, look, uh, this requires that you grow to the next level, and you're not growing. So, you know, and uh, and you know, <clears throat> you don't have to have our purposes as your main focus, but you do have to have your own purposes, you know, for for growing, you know. And so, uh, uh, you know, Andrea and Rebecca, who have been you know, been the managing essentially the coach in uh, in the UK. <clears throat> they just grew and grew and grew and grew. You know, and uh, you know, and uh, you know, I'm uh, I'm amazed. I uh, I told them uh, <clears throat> we were on a Zoom call a couple of weeks ago, and I said, you know, um, yeah. I said, I just want to thank you. I said, this was a big risk on our part to come to the UK. And it was interesting because when we made the decision to company come to the UK, the pound was at 250 against the 
<clears throat> Canadian dollar. Mm. And by the time we got over here in two years, the pound was at a dollar eighty. And now it, <clears throat> it's down there. And I said, you know, I just want to tell you, I just want to thank you. You guys really bailed out our ass on this one. <laughs> That's nice. No, that, and, they uh, but they love it. Uh, you know, they love it. And they, you know, they love the, the work that they do. And they love, uh, I think it was Andrea. I mean, Andrea pursued you to get me on this podcast i mean uh andrea once she sets her sights on something she's like a heat-seeking missile you know she just yeah she, she, and she did it to me too she said you got to do this you got to do this. <laughs> <laughs> well i'm very i'm very very grateful um and it's you know i do think at 10x is for everyone not just if we have a yeah. business but also just to reevaluate where you are in life because as you know i had on my um uh, show last week, uh, Whitney Allen, who um, wrote a book called Running in Trauma Stilettos, um, fabulous title <laughs> of a book. Um, and she was saying that, you know, unfortunately, she lost her husband. And what she took from that experience was that she didn't, she was, she was, a, she worked in law, she could not afford any longer to live doing something that didn't bring her joy. Mm hmm. You know, that's what she took from this experience. She even imagined her um, her husband saying to her, what are you doing? You know, you're not living with joy. You know, you've got to wake up and do something really important for yourself, something that means something to you. And I think that's what 10X brings, mm -hmm. not only for entrepreneurs, but also for anyone who's thinking, actually, what am I <clears throat> doing with this day? What am I going to do with the rest of my life? Because it's a bit of a slap around the face if you begin to realize that, Today, today is going to be like tomorrow and tomorrow is going to be like the next day unless we think and do something different yeah well one way or the other you're going to put in the time yeah yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> you know and uh yeah here's a insight that i have i'm very interested in geopolitics you know and the big shifts going on right now you know you can feel it in the world and uh, i really followed uh the brexit uh you know, the Brexit debates. Mm. And uh, there were a lot of really great um, video debates uh, back then. I mean, uh, there were about five or six, uh, six of them. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, and I remember um, the, the prime minister, you know, I mean, it was Cameron at the time, it was the prime minister. Uh, uh, I said, you know, uh, you don't have the emotion on your side uh, you know, the stay, stay thing, you know, and, uh, and uh, I, I remember watching that. But the big thing, the big shift over that I can see uh, happening, and this is like a big uh, seismic thing, is that I think management was the main activity of the 20th century, but I think coaching is the main activity of the 21st century. And coaching is a totally different mental framework. It's a, it sees each individual as having a unique potential for growth. Okay, where the, you know, in a hundred years ago, in the, you know, in the 1920s, you look back that just to have a job was a big deal. So, the, I mean, the whole issue, did you enjoy your job, was so secondary. Uh, it wasn't even in second place. It was like in 10th place. Did you enjoy your work? Enjoy your work. You know, it's work. <laughs> you don't enjoy your work. But, uh, but technology approached properly, 
you know, and utilized properly is actually very, uh, can be very liberating. And I think entrepreneurs are the lead dogs in this movement. I think that uh, they're, they're the ones who are out taking the most um, advantage of technology for their own personal reasons to grow their, their lives. So I, I agree with you that it's a way, it's not a way of making a living so much as it's a way of living a life. Yeah, I, I think 10x is a state of being. Yeah, yeah, really. it is. It's, it really is a because I think 10x is hard, but 2x is hard. So you're going to have to choose your hard. Well, 2, 2x <laughs> is a bit like rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic, you know. Yeah, it looks a little better, but you're, you're avoiding the main issue here, you know. And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it, um, you know, uh, <laughs> I, I tell a story of two, there are two men, they're being taken to the firing squad, uh, they're going to be executed by the firing squad. And uh, so the captain, they're tied up and the firing, uh, the captain comes up, says the first one, he says, do you, do you want a blindfold? And the person says, yes. Uh, oh, thank you very much. And the other one says, no, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to stick out my tongue when you're firing the other one says Shh, don't make trouble <laughs> <laughs> i said ah uh, you're you're missing the main issue here <laughs> um i have one last question before we have to i could talk to you all afternoon um but what you know if someone was thinking listening to this thinking okay i want to go 10x uh besides uh, joining strategic coach, which would be, uh, I would recommend it. It's changed. My business has changed my life, but what would you recommend to someone who's thinking about 10 Xing themselves? Where would they start? Well, I, I would start with, uh, you know, there's some neat, um, um, outside profiles mm. that we use. And one of them is called Colby. It's, um, uh, a woman in, Phoenix, Arizona. Her father actually created uh, one of the first IQ tests, which is called the Wonderlick test. And she had a, a falling out with her father, a disagreement. And this was used by the military. It was used by corporations, you know, to test people from the standpoint. And, and IQ tests are basically uh, um, a proof that you are good at taking IQ tests. <laughs> <laughs> if you get a high, but what it is is pattern recognition. You know, it's more of a conceptual skill. But her point was that that conceptual skill, you know, you have very high IQ, 150, 160. It has no bearing on whether you're going to be successful in life whatsoever, the level of intelligence. And um, you know, because it's more of a, um, a conceptual intelligence rather than it is a real world intelligence how how you you know how you relate to other people how you sense what other people are aiming for that you can uh, you know provide provide uh, useful support to them because that's that's really basically what the marketplace is and uh and it's k-o-l-b-e.com k-o-l-b-e.com and i would say you go online and they ask you about 35 questions and, you know, there's a charge, you know, and uh, <clears throat> they ask you, they ask to communicate with your credit card 
and uh, and then they um, um, you get it back right away. They get the profile back, and what it identifies, Paul, is um, uh, how you take action to get results. Okay, how you uniquely take action to get results, and uh, and uh, uh, we came on to this very shortly after we created the workshop program because I had to. Uh, I needed some sort of outside resource to that could make the first step of the unique ability um, the same experience for everybody. Okay, and uh, I know I got mine back, and uh, in in about fifteen minutes, it told me the story of my life. So this is nineteen ninety two. So I was, you know, I was um, pushing fifty. You know, I was getting close to fifty. Mm-hmm. And uh, the um, uh, I just felt utterly liberated by the experience. Now, it didn't tell how I was going to apply this to my business or anything. And we do that in coach. But everybody gets this right at the beginning of the program. Mm -hmm. But you can I mean, it's online. It's available to everybody. And so our clients, their children have taken this test, their spouse have taken this test, you know, they, they, they do it. And, you know, I don't, I don't know the exact price because other people buy things for me. <laughs> I, think and, uh, I think it's about 55. I think it's about in, in the UK, it's about 55 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. About- uh, boy, I'll tell you, it's yeah, yeah. That's 55 pounds to get started on the mm. journey. I think it's a great, 55 pounds and uh there's other profiles but this is the main one this bedrock so you know just to back up my um you know uh, i'll tell you my numbers because you have your numbers and but i'm a two two ten four (laughs) really i'm a 10 quick start yeah wow I was wondering what your numbers would be. So that's so that's that's pretty. So I'm a six three eight three, which is quite quite. Oh yeah. Standard. Well, you're yeah. You, actually you are the average of all the Colby uh, Colby yeah. profiles in our program is six three eight three. Yeah, me and Rebecca yeah. are the same. There's a few others mm-hmm. that are the same. But it, it gives me, it, it, as you're right, it, it gave me an idea mm-hmm. of what I should leave alone. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm a two in fact finder, uh, <laughs> you know, and the two means that uh, the best way to get the facts is just make them up, you know. <laughs> and by the time I'm uh, finished, my two follow through, yeah. by the time I'm finished shaving in the morning, I've pretty well exhausted my follow through for the day. But 10 yeah. quick start is I can start anything new, uh, you know. And, uh, and uh, you know, I mean, there, you have personality that goes with that and you have, you have character and everything else. But this really tells the person that if I do this, uh, this is how I get my best results. Okay. And really, your unique ability is how you get your best results in such a way that it's very easy for you and it's very energizing for you and you get an enormous amount of satisfaction but not only that this is what other people value most in you so it, t- it gives you both sides of the story no I, I yeah it's it's definitely true i mean i'm a visionary and oh yeah that's yeah that's the i'm full of the ideas oh yeah and, but but the follow-through 
Yeah, I start yeah. it and then I, my mind moves on very quickly towards something else. And well, you're in, more, yeah. you're in more danger with a three than I am with a two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I got, I've got, I've now, now I've got my who's to take it all away from me. So that's that these things get turned oh, yeah. into, into, well, into, and into they, something. Uh, you know, and uh, uh, I remember somebody said 130 team members uh, in your company. Well, that includes us too, but. Uh, mm. We have 130 and they say, how do you manage that? And I said, I made it simple. I don't manage it at all. <laughs> I have really great, yeah. man. I have really great managers and uh, yeah. everything. So, uh, <clears throat> uh, yeah. And, you know, my, my sense is that I think that the way the world is going, at least in places like, uh, you know, the UK, United States, Canada, is that the technological environment out is supporting this approach <clears throat> so I, yeah i i i think you know an examined life you know is is so important because if you know, if you don't know yourself then how do you know where you're going what you're going to be doing or yeah, yeah I, I think it's well, uh, no if you don't know you, if you don't know yourself um yeah. nobody else is going to know you either <laughs> yeah. yeah i uh i was great, yeah. a great fan of oscar wilde you know the, <clears throat> and he said be yourself everyone else is taken <laughs> <laughs> i love that dan thank you so much for this conversation um I'm, I'm really glad that i've managed to uh get you well i say andrea i'm very grateful for andrea mm -hmm. um you know making this happen so i hope that she's listening to this and i'll, I'll say uh, hello to her tomorrow and uh thank her again um but yeah I, I hope this gives people an idea of why 10x is is such an important a book to read but also mindset to develop not only for business but for for your personal life too because everything changes everything changes there's nothing that stays untouched is there with this well this stays the same though that your unique ability does stay yeah the same. uh yeah. what uh, um we have in the uh program uh, in our company, we have a person who really took to this and she's become the master of the deep dive 10 times. So this is beyond uh, the program and they, uh, uh, they go deep. So I was one of her first guinea pigs when she started doing this about 16 years ago. And she had been a school teacher. Um, um, uh, she taught in um, schools that were in uh like she she taught in hong kong and this would be the school for um, americans and for you know english speaking uh for their children and she did it in mexico and i met her and uh her sister and mother worked for our company uh this is julia waller and uh, uh and i was talking to her and said julia uh, i think you're a great teacher um um, why, why don't you teach people to write you checks? <laughs> I said, I third, third, fourth graders, I said, they don't write any checks, you know, the uh, write <laughs> checks, you know. And she's done about 500, I think close to 500 uh, clients. And it's, it's wow. but uh, it's the part of your life that doesn't, in a changing world, this is the part of your life that uh, not only doesn't change at all, the more you know it, the more powerful you become in a changing world. Yeah, I'd say the only thing with the unique ability is that the only thing I find changing with it to a degree is I get more to do more of it. And I feel I feel like I've become more skilled at it. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's that no, it just deep, it just deep yeah. into the sands. I did my first <clears throat> go through with um, with Julia. <clears throat> this would be like 1996, probably around 1996. And I did it again two years ago. And the center of it was just um, absolutely the same. But it had, um, as I'm doing more and more teamwork with other people, it's expanding that I'm a lot better at teamwork now around my unique ability than I was when I started because I have a team. Amazing. Amazing. Dan, thank you so much. Thank you, Paul. For today. Thank you. And uh, I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Thank you very much. As I said at the beginning of this interview, the 10x philosophy and being a member of Strategic Coach has changed my world in ways I couldn't have imagined. And if you're thinking, what could this do for me and my business? Then please feel free to contact me via the links in the show notes and I can answer any questions about my experiences with Strategic Coach. And of course, you can always reach out for one-to-one coaching in regards to your mindset. Remember to stay awake, stay aware, and I hope you have the most wonderful 10x day.